Hello, and welcome to New Mexico Castaways. I'm Rosalinda Roman, and I'm here with two special guests today. Uh, but before I get to that, let me just kind of paint the scene for you. Normally, I'm either recording on the um, on the boat, our floating home, the Dawn Treader, which is a 45-foot sailing catamaran. Yeah, as you can hear, I am now on the tri-rail, which is the train that goes from West Palm Beach to Miami. And I'm on the tri-rail with two of my family members. Um, Nathan is my husband. Say hello. Hello, hello crowd. <laughs> That's the announcer. You're going to hear that throughout. And my other companion is? Ahava. And how old are you? Twelve. So that's my 12-year-old daughter. Twelve going on 30. Twelve going on 30. Um, she's sitting here reading Harry Potter. Uh, which book? The fifth one. Uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. So I might as well just get started now because, you know, she's here with me and doesn't really have a choice. Um, I'm putting my family on the spot. Uh, we're going to get into like what it's been like for one whole year of living on the boat, but first I want to hear about Harry Potter. That's, I like it. Is, is this the first time you're reading the series? Yes. And uh, give me a, a quick review. What do, you, what do you think of Harry Potter? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a quite in-depth review. <laughs> so what are you thinking? You, uh, you've gone through, five, you're on the fifth book you said? You've gone through almost or four and a half books in probably, what, two weeks? Did, did Harry, did you read the part about Harry and the white, taking, killing the white witch? Did you get <laughs> if, too bad you guys can't see the scowl on our daughter's face as her daddy teases her and her mommy puts her on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so bottom line is she loves Harry Potter. I was going to try to get her to tell you that she's a voracious really advanced reader and um, not that she would say that but she is and so she's gone through um, these uh, if you know anything about Harry Potter the books are massive can I see how many pages are in this one this one's not a big one it's, it's not one of the big ones how many pages it's like um, hundreds hundreds of pages let's see okay 870. Right, and this is not one of the big ones. <laughs> so um, this is a lot of... Uh, a the lot. biggest one is the fourth one. Oh, and how many was that? Do you know? I don't know how About. many. About. Was it like a thousand pages? No. I don't know, actually. I but it was know. just a big book. So anyway, so it's been interesting. We've had a Hava all to ourselves. Um, here on... Uh, I had a Hava really all to myself. Um, on the Dawn Treader. Um, as you can hear, there's lots of distractions. Nathan went to go talk to somebody, and uh, this is, ooh, nice. He's looking at a guy wiping one of the tri-rail tables with, a, a, like, a Clorox wipe, and what came off the table is pretty disgusting. Um, so I'm going to pause while I get my husband to uh, stop talking in the background, please, and uh, I'll be right back. This is my second take of uh, recording and interviewing Rosalinda. This is Nathan, her husband. And the reason I'm uh, taking over this interview is because um, Ahava and I found a way to screw it up once again. So uh, we're going to interview uh, Rosalinda now, and, um, and she's going to tell you uh, why she does what she does and puts up with the uh, kind of, uh, of um, pain that we give her. Anyway, here's Rosalinda, and um, I'll pass it off. 
Oh, by the way, this is a second take of this because I forgot to press record button the first time. <laughs> so, I, uh, as you can see, I told you it was going to be a different episode. Um, my, it's, it's hard enough to try to record these episodes by myself in the car or on the boat because, A, there's always background noise, as you can hear. Uh, right now, it's kind of cool. You can hear there's a lady talking um, in Creole. There's the train sounds um, from the tri-rail, and just general background noise. In my car by myself, um, you hear you know the the street sounds, honking, the, the air conditioning, the radar detector, that kind of stuff. Um, and then I thought, well, I'm sitting here and I have a captive audience with Nathan and Ahava, and I've always wanted to interview them. I've interviewed Ziva um, in past episodes when we were sleeping up on deck under the stars at Sandy Key, and uh, it was so fun to talk with her. Uh, so I thought, this is great. I got Nathan and Ahava all to myself for the next, I don't know, 40 minutes or something. And so, um, but then in the middle of it, uh, Nathan just got up and walked away. Because he has a, the intention span of a gnat, yeah. or a, of a Samuel, which yeah. is a six-year-old. Samuel is our six-year-old son, who he and Ziva are in Chicago. So where are we, can you guys uh, tell me where are we going and why are we on the tri-rail? We're on the tri-rail because we needed a ride to the airport. We're going to the airport to fly to Cancun. We're going to Cancun because there's a wedding here. Yes, my cousin Michelle is getting married. I'm actually going to Cancun because there's free drinks, meals, and it's a beach. <laughs> and, it, and you can do that all without having to fix a boat to enjoy it. Correct. <laughs> Which is our normal life is Nathan works nonstop in, you know, he flies to New Mexico. He just got back, what, two days ago, a day and a half ago? Yeah. And uh, he flies to New Mexico. He flies all over the country for work, and then he comes home for two days, and he's got all these boat projects to do. So that actually is kind of the subject I wanted to talk about today because this week marks the one-year anniversary that we have lived on this boat. It's so crazy to think that it, we, we've been on the boat already a year. Do you guys think it's strange? Yeah, I think we should take it out and sink it. Oh, that's great. How about you, Ahava? Yes, and I don't want to go back. Oh, you don't want to take it out and sink it? No, I want to keep go living. I like living on the boat. I'm glad you like living on the boat. I do, too. I do, too. I do, too. I'm just, the projects are sometimes not what I like about the boat. Yeah, so that's, let's start with you, Nate. So, Nathan, um, let's just run through in the past year how many, um, tell, t- talk about some of the projects that you've had to do in the past year on the boat. So, like, just this week. Uh, this week, uh, fix the air con- replace the air conditioner pump, replace the hoses to it, um, replace the wiring and the uh, Wi-Fi, uh, which was uh, an external booster antenna. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, well, and, and I'll enhance some of what you said because it's not just replacing the things, but you have to basically create new systems because the way the boat was designed, something might not fit in this spot or that spot. And um, So like the Wiry Pro, which is the booster, required um, you, you had to do some drilling and stuff. What was that? Tell me what you had to do with that. Well, it, it, there's nothing, uh, no space is left uh, vacant in a boat. It's not like you can just 
drill a hole through a wall, walk outside, drill a hole through a wall, and you're done with the wiring. You know, you've got to try to figure out a way to get it to the power you need when you go. It's a pain. It's a pain in the butt, especially. Um, can I insult the French design? No, you cannot. Okay. So he he but gets frustrated because our boat is um, uh, made in France. And the and he feels that there's much more focus on aesthetics than functionality. Um, I don't know if that's a French boat kind of thing or if it just is a boat kind of thing. So we're not gonna we're not gonna determine that right now. Only to say that certain things about our boat are very frustrating for Nathan. Fair enough. Correct. Okay. What else? What other things have we put on the boat and changed? Refrigerator, freezer. Other air conditioning pump. Meaning we, we replaced both the refrigerator and freezer, and Correct. you had to install them. Correct. Okay. And rewire them. And the water maker, and the generator. Uh, generator pump, not the generator itself. Uh, the fuel, uh, uh, the fuel um, transport system to one of the engines. Um, the fuel pump, or booster pump. Um, three air conditioners themselves. Um, <laughs> So you get the idea. And there's still many projects to do, right? Yeah. And uh, what else have we done? I was trying to think of some of the other ones. Well, did you mention the generator and how the impeller, like, totally broke and chopped up inside? And you had to... Ziva, our daughter, had to crawl inside the generator cabinet, right? Yeah, because it's too small for me to get into. It's impossible. So I had to lower my daughter in there so she could get in there and dig in the back of the generator try to get to it. Anyway, the... Uh, the um, Gener the, the problem with all the systems is that they're just not made to work on. They're, uh, so when you, you can't get to, the, to any of the maintenance things, and even when they put a hatch in and you get to it, things are turned backwards because they build the boat from the other side, and they don't think about putting even fittings facing away you can get them. So, yeah, it's, it's a little frustrating sometimes. So. I'd say a lot frustrating, especially because he only has a limited amount of time um, when he's home. And, you, of course, the theory is he's going to relax, right? But that's when all the boat projects require his attention. So I'd say for all of us on the boat, probably the past year has been most frustrating for you over the rest of us, don't you think? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I was trying to think of some of the other things you've had to do. And a lot of it is like little daily things that break. And sometimes the big projects, he gets frustrated, but if he shifts focus and, like, you've been really good about using that as a chance, because one of the things that is different about us versus other people who live on a boat is we live on a boat with our children, right? And now we're homeschooling. And so Nathan um, has been, I, I think in the beginning, if it's okay to say, you were more inclined to just handle the things that needed to be fixed by yourself. And then at some point you realized this was going to be a chance to teach the kids. So you, you've really involved um, the kids in the learning. So, for example, Ziva has been, uh, what kinds of things has she done with you? Well, she's been my little helper on a lot of things. She has the generator. She's great at that. Changing the oil, changing the um, fuel filters, doing all that mid-general maintenance. She's great. She's great. And then, yeah, that was my next question. So, Ahava, you've been involved in a lot of these projects, too. So what things have you been working on and things that you've learned? Because you do some of the, even the general maintenance. So give me an example of some of the things you've done. Well, I do a lot of the rigging and sail stuff, like 
every time we have to raise and lower either of the sails, um, let's see what else. I like re-rope them? Re-rig them? How do you call it? Nate, what would you call that? She's talking about you, you, um... Like, you know, when I fixed the downhaul... Yeah, rigging. Rigging. I did a lot of rigging stuff. So straightening the rigging and making sure everything's moving her, properly. Her, her, biggest, her biggest single job on the boat that does everything, makes everything work, is cleaning the dog poop. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that. What's that? Not the cleaning of the poop, because that's disgusting. But um, you've been really a great doggy helper, uh, right? And, yeah. And it's so nice to have her on the boat, actually, or no? It, yes, but it was supposed to be Ziva's in my dog. And we even had, like, a chart, like, okay, this day is your... And then it just turned into my dog. So now she's pretty much my dog. Yeah. Because I feed her sometimes. And and I think her food is more gross than her poop. And I clean the poop. I brush, you know, all that stuff. The other thing I was thinking about that you do is something that has to be done every third day. Oh, Um, I clean the air conditioning filter. And what is that? It, you just pick out a, a little screen and rinse it? No, you have to like take off the whole cover and it's like a metal filter. Well, it's, uh, it's a salt water um, system that uh, cools the air conditioning, keeps it working. Um, and so inside there's a, a filter for the salt water that comes in through this system, right? And what yeah. do you find in there? Shrimp, um, seaweed, barnacles. And so uh, you have to take it apart. Some squishy stuff that I don't know what it is. Right. So you have to take it apart and clean it out and put it back, or else potentially we could lose an air conditioning, which for Daddy would be horribly tragic. Yes. And probably for me too, but I I don't need AC as much as Daddy does, right? Right. (laughs) What do you think of the uh, temperature? Well, let me see. How do you put it? Let us this way. When we want a winter vacation, we just move south to hell. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's not a fan of the heat. I, on the other hand, am very happy to be warm all the time. Uh, okay, so I think that was a good start. We will uh, take a little break, and I'll be back. we'll be back in a little bit. Well, that was probably the longest break between uh, segments that I've ever done so far and uh, the biggest distance between segments because last when I left you, I had my daughter, Ahava, and my husband with me on the tri-rail in um, Florida. Well, I guess it wasn't that big of a distance because then we went to Mexico. So what happened after that last break um, Uh, well, during that last break, is my battery died on my um, Zoom H4N recorder, and I could not find batteries anywhere along the way. So I couldn't find them in the Fort Lauderdale airport. I couldn't couldn't find batteries. So I was in a predicament because we we started the show and then uh, just never could make it happen after that. And I thought, well, I'm not going to leave you hanging. At least let me wrap it up and and tell you what happened. We had a great trip to Cancun, and now we are back on the Dawn Treader. Uh, All of us are back together, and I'm actually in the guest room right now 
straightening things up and organizing and still uh, getting rid of a bunch of stuff because uh, we have a guest coming here today. Uh, no, not today, tomorrow. And that's my husband's cousin from uh, up in, I think, like Seattle. Somewhere in the Pacific Northwest is where Jesse is from, and he's coming to join us for a couple, I think a couple weeks, which is very cool, young man who we really like a lot. Um, it's been an interesting week of family for me because I went to my cousin's wedding in Cancun, which I had never been, and uh, got to spend time with a lot of my cousins and my cousin's kids and got to know um, them in a whole new way and loved it. It was just really a nice trip. It's been fun. Um, doing things a little differently and realizing that uh, you know the boat we we love the boat we love being on the boat but every now and then getting off the boat is good for us too so it was really good for the whole family to to uh, get together and and um, just play I didn't accomplish anything all week in terms of like productivity I brought some papers that I was going to work on and all that kind of stuff and in the end, I laughed at myself knowing there was no way I was doing any work and I was just going to go and hang out at the beach with my cousin and my, uh, my sister was there and, and uh, her husband. and So it was a good weekend, but not just a weekend, a week. Oh, there's that crackle again. I, I apologize. I know you guys have heard way too much of that in this podcast, but I just do not know the solution. I'm going to be working on that over the next few weeks. So hopefully um, in the coming weeks, the episodes will be a lot clearer. My editor, Ryan, is fabulous and doing the best he can with the sound uh, to try to get rid of some of that horrible noise. But I have a feeling I have a faulty cable or what I fear is that the actual recorder, the Zoom recorder, has a short in it. Um, because I've tried a bunch of different mics and a bunch of different connectors, and um, I just keep still having that crackle. So I'm not sure. The solution, and again, I apologize. Um, I am going to keep trying to find a, a good solution to make things actually not sound horrible. That's my goal, is to not have a horrible-sounding podcast. Um, I also was thinking, because to continue with what the actual theme, the original plan as I was talking to my daughter and my husband, is I was trying to talk about um, different things that we learned and experienced from the past year of living on the boat. And uh, I like the fact that I can kind of free flow, share my thoughts here on this podcast. But I also think there are certain things that we've experienced that might be beneficial uh, for you guys or for anyone that might either want to live on a boat or visit someone who lives on a boat and I know I've done a little bit of that but I'll try to uh, put together some maybe more thoughtful episodes where we actually have um, a theme or subject something that that will help people um, so I'll work on that in and the audio uh, for the coming months so but just to kind of wrap things up I am we are actually moving the Dawn Treader today uh, because w the location we're in is pretty brutal from time to time. It's fine most of the time, although it's very, very uh, busy. It's a dock with a lot of people coming and going. And um, because there's a, there's a uh, what do you call it, a, a ship that is like a, a dinner cruise kind of thing where people... Um, 
you know, go once a day, there'll be a whole bunch of people walking by to go to their dinner cruise. And then um, there's just a lot more activity because it's, it's, there's the fuel dock and there's all this other stuff. So we're going to switch with another boat called Hangover, which is kind of, when I first came to this marina, I was like, who names a boat Hangover? Um, but uh, it's been here for the whole time we've been here, and uh, they're going to move here. This, this outside area is, I think, much better for a large uh, boat than for like a little family sailing catamaran like ours and so they're going to swap with us and we're going to move in about an hour so that's why you hear the engines on right now nathan wanted to test things out and make sure everything's working well before we actually move the boat um to the new location now where we're going how long we'll be there and where we're going from there is a mystery we had originally said that we were going to go uh, up the East Coast, like now, right when we came back from Cancun, the plan was to go up the East Coast right after that. Well, then the next thing that happened is Ahava, and I think I mentioned this already, Ahava really wanted to be here longer so that she could continue her gymnastics training. So we said, okay, we don't really want to be here in the worst part of the summer, but we can stay through um, July and um, then go up the East Coast after that. Well, now <laughs> there's a new development, and this just happened yesterday, so there's anything can ha- anything's possible. I don't know what we're going to do with this information, but we got, Nathan got um, a text from his uh, big boss basically asking him to take over a division of the company up he- down here in South Florida, specifically in Fort Lauderdale and that they want him to um, help overhaul some of the things that he, that some of the hospitals down here, which is what he does in the Northeast. Um, Nathan's an interesting guy. I should do an interview and talk about him one of these days. He's, he was a mechanical engineer for his whole career until at 40 he decided to go to medical school. So he has a lot of skills. He owned businesses, and he brings a lot of interesting things to the table, um, especially in a field like medicine where, you know, doctors are mostly focused on what they're good at, which is, you know, the, the medicine side of the equation. So he kind of is, uh, he bridges the gap in a lot of ways for um, between the business side of things and the medical side of things, because he's also, in my opinion, a fabulous doctor. Um, but anyway, so this is a like brand new development where we don't even know what we're going to do with it. He, um, the original thought was we were going to head up the East Coast and be closer to kind of the hub of where he does his um, work currently. He, he is usually working on troubleshooting and helping um, hospitals in the Northeast, uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. And so that was a big part of why we said, well, let's head up the East Coast and that way he can be closer to his work. And instead of maybe taking a three-day trip to get to these sites, he could, you know, get to the sites in a day and be back, you know, and, and be home uh, in time for bed at least. Well, so now that's changing maybe because if he's going to be working here in Florida, um, that that could potentially change everything. Again, this is so new, I can't even really process it. Uh, the good thing is that he's excited about the possibility, and I certainly support that. Um, 
because he, you know, I want him to love what he's doing. I certainly uh, want to support whatever it is that he's excited about career-wise. Uh, but then there's the gymnastics factor. And by the way, when Ahava found out that we may be moving to Florida, uh, she just was so excited because she wants to go to the gym and stay at the gym here that she's training at. Um, and so the two of them, and that's who I was with all week uh, in Cancun with Ahava and Nathan, they both were like pretty excited about this possibility. And I am excited for them in the sense that, you know, it sounds like something they, they would like to do and I want to, um, you know, support their big dreams and goals and all of that but I also cringe a little thinking does this mean we're going to be stuck because if you've listened to me and my podcast at all you know that I have a bit of a, a wanderlust and and I feel sometimes like a, a tiger pacing in a cage like I'm ready to go I'm ready to go I'm ready to go and so with this new possibility I'm asking myself the question what what is it going to take to if if this does become our new reality what what was what do i need to make sure that i stay balanced and happy and fine um with if we do stay in one place so does that mean we have to go on more day sales does that mean we you know i i put the kids in school because obviously we homeschool but if we're not actually sailing away then uh do i you know, put them in a local school, or do I keep homeschooling so we still have the flexibility somewhat to come and go as we please? So, I mean, these are the these are so many and so many more questions I have. Um, I am not sure I'm ready to settle in one spot, uh, but again, I I also want to um, support them in their in the things that matter the most to them. And that doesn't even take into account the fact that I have two other kids and we have to uh, figure out, obviously, what works for them as well. So uh, there's a lot going on in the time since I left you and on this uh, one, one year anniversary month, let's say, uh, we've got a lot to consider. So I will hopefully share a lot more here on New Mexico Castaways as the time goes on. Uh, right now, I'm going to focus on trying to get all of my stuff done uh, here before our guest arrives tomorrow. And uh, I hope you are having a fantastic week, month, whenever you're listening to this. And if you like this podcast, I hope you will tell a friend, share it. And also, you can leave us a review, either in iTunes or any of the place that you get your um, podcasts. You can go to um, the podcast app and share your thoughts in there. That's the Apple uh, podcast app. And I listen on... Um, my favorite way to listen to podcasts is on Stitcher. Oh, and there's the crackle again, which I, because I moved, and Nathan just came in. Maybe it's your electric personality, because all of a sudden everything's crackling again. All right, so I'm going to wrap this up. He needs me. I got work to do, and I just wanted to wrap up the show before I moved on to the next thing. Uh, so again, oops, there it goes again. Yeah, I think it's a bad cable. Well, I appreciate you guys listening. I'm Rosalinda Roman, and this is New Mexico Castaways. Bye.